What's all the buzz about in the design industry? You'll find out soon. My name is Anthony Holm, and I am the founder and creative director of Studio 321B Limited. We're a Toronto-based studio that designs and creates some of the most magnificent bespoke area rugs. Good morning. We're here with Laura Thornton, Thornton Designs. Laura was just away on a trip to Carolina to look at some really cool stuff. So give us the insight, Laura, like what colors are coming into play? What textures are coming into play? What excited you? So texture was still paramount, same as last year. Like you're seeing a lot of heavy texture colors. The one that was the most shocking was berries. Everything was, you know, definitely in the berry tones reds, the cranberries, the more of the burnt orange red, like it was heavy into a lot of the reds. And then a real nod to traditionalism. It like grandma's basement is coming back. It <laughs> was, it, it, it was really prevalent. And again, like, I think it depends on your age, if you've seen it or done it before, but uh, it definitely was, was something where I kept feeling like, oh, that looks like my grandmother's basement from 1965. It, <laughs> obviously elevated and done in a newer way. But to go back to that texture, if you can imagine a lot of the tweeds and a, and a lot of the plaid and a lot of that heavy nubby texture, it was it was really prevalent. And you'll so see, we're going even back in rugs. to Scottish Lodge. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? Yeah, I'm Alrighty. here for it. I gotta say, I love it, but I know it's not for everybody. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah, nothing yeah. like a good kilt. I'll tell you. I that. know. I love a good plaid. <laughs> so you know like last time you and i were speaking we were speaking about clothing and how people buy what they wear so you know let let's get some input on that because you know i love wearing black but i also love green so i would probably buy green black because it's more practical right but i remember you know from my old retail days that When a client came in, you'd have a look at what they're wearing and then guide them to colors to similar to what they're wearing because they're comfortable with it. But you know what? Give us your input on that. Same thing. Like when I start meeting with clients and I start to see how they dress and what they wear and and items they carry, all of that tells me a story about you as well. And they don't realize they're doing it. But every time we meet and every time I meet with them, I'm taking note of how they are comfortable and what they're dressing in. And typically it's a very good reflection of the color palette that they like to live with. And so we'll use that as a guide typically. And then what we also do is, you know, if if we decide to design their place using some of the colors that they have been wearing or what they are attracted to, the day of the presentation, we also dress in the colors of the presentation. So like, for example, I'm sitting in a blue and white chair. If this was part of the fabric presentation and it was heavily blues and whites, I am going to show up wearing blue and white so that I also am working with all the colors that I'm showing. So if I'm presenting in a, in a tray, I'm not wearing something that's so jarring that now it is going to, like, if I put this up against it, you know, like, you know, so I'm not having this heavy contrast or I'm not influencing color on the color samples that might change it or might tweak it. And nine times out of 10, the client is showing up, not knowing the color scheme and they're wearing it. So that's when we know we've kind of nailed the presentation (laughs) color scheme. But uh, to your point, like I am a big fan of black. I wear it all the time. I know that's a huge designer cliche, but I do, I I do wear it all the time. And I, I don't know if it's just something that comes with being surrounded by color at all times. So you just feel like, well, you know, I'm going to wear something more, you know, more 
subtle, but yeah, I tend to wear a lot of the natural colors like blacks and then today creams and whites, jean. But I, my favorite color is green. So to your point, I do love a good green, right? I, I know. I, I told you I'm here for the granny basement. <laughs> hey, I love it. I mean, do you remember yeah. the lime green shags that they used to use in those basements back in the day? No. Or some of the gold shags? Well, my, my Nana was not that cool. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. No, what do, I know what do you see as trends coming up in 2024? Like, color wise okay so it's the 90s are are back like the navies the greens the cranberries like as long as the you know the border wallpaper doesn't make it because <laughs> i have to tell you anthony also i know you're not like drapery is not your jam but when we were at high point we saw balance like padded balances everywhere so it, it literally like was 1995 was calling like i needed to break out my acid wash soon like it was <laughs> You know what? I think I'll do it with you next year. Oh my gosh. It, it, <laughs> it yeah. And last year was really like, it was like so much beige that you wanted to like, you know, roll your eyes. I'm like, oh good. Another beige showroom. But this year color was, was big and we, you crave it after a while, just like in any interior design, you don't want, like, everyone thinks they want a whole white house until you live in it and realize now it feels like you just moved into a builder's house and there's no character. Like you do crave color. You do crave depth. You do crave, you know, some items that draw attention instead of everything feeling quite flat. And so, you know, this is the thing that I kept seeing when I was going into some of the showrooms, the, the greens were prevalent and different shades of green, everything from um, the sages to the, the more, the more bright, fresh, not so much acid green, like we were just discussing, but definitely more on the fresh tone, tons of cranberries and burnt oranges. That was the one big prevalent item and not just because it's fall it was in every showroom it was paint on on accent walls it was in area rugs drapery it was every it was everywhere in in lamp bases like it was something that it was very prevalent and then navy i think is just a staple now in our in in our world but it was still those three colors are are seriously back like it was the 90s reinvented they say it's cyclical just so like fashion cool. right like just a cyclical and, and then of course like it was still the boucle beige everywhere which is fabulous so why not but those three colors were were, were coming in hot no and i'm glad the color is coming back in a little bit you know what like i mean we've seen so much gray that i think it takes it takes a toll on us it really makes us feel i don't know like it makes me feel unhappy like when i see color i love color when i see gray i'm like Oh my God, it's like concrete. Like, why am I here? Not, you know, like we work with gray, like you can tell. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not a shade that really gives me that warm, fuzzy, you know, loving feeling, right? Like beige. I mean, different shades of beige are great. And, you know, they're warm, they're appealing. But gray is kind of cold. Well, it is like, it is a cold color. It is con And that's why grayish became really popular because it was this crossover where you got the warmth out of the beige to feed your gray. But gray is cold. doesn't matter what you do, it's cold. And Canadians love it. Oh, they <laughs> do. I think it's because of all the cold weather we live in, right? Maybe. It's like... <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So, and um, you know what? Sage greens, I'm really excited about those. And 
are we leading into the emeralds? Is that yeah. where we're going? Like more of an emerald green? There was okay. a ton of emerald cool. greens and, and a bright Kelly green, especially in velvets. There was a ton of green velvet sofas, which again, I'm a huge fan of. But yeah, there was a lot of different shades of green, but not so cit- not so citrus lime like you were saying like that. Well, I didn't yeah, see a yeah. lot of that. I mean, it might have been there, but I didn't see it. Definitely more in the richer tones. Like definitely more nice. in a regal color and down into like olives. Really pretty. No, I love it. I mean, I was on a site yesterday. We saw this multifunctional sofa, which was really cool. It didn't have any backs or anything. Like you move these weighted pillows yes, around to create yeah. space. And it was in this Kelly green. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just over myself. I love it, right? Yeah, because like I said, I'm so tired of gray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gray's gray. I know. I know the color of dirt. How fabulous. But it, it uh, definitely I'm attracted to the green too. It is my favorite color. It's uh, something that I'll always want. And I do have green velvet chairs in my home. But when you see it as a whole showroom, it's really imp- like it's really gorgeous. And, you know, it's nice for a change because to your point, like we live where it's cold. You look outside even today. Yes, it's sun is shining and it's a little bit gray. Like at this sky isn't blue today but you know it's definitely something when you look out and see color it's nice and people hopefully start applying that to their interiors because it really does make a difference it means you don't have what your neighbor has you're not matching with you know the guy next door you can have if you're gonna embrace an interior designer trust us to make your space fabulous then trust in the process of getting some color in there too shows your personality i agree i totally agree i mean we all need color in our lives to keep us, keep us grounded, keep us happy. I mean, it sets the mood, right? Yeah, and it doesn't it's have like to good be. Music. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be everywhere. I mean, if you're not willing or ready to embrace color on your big principal pieces, then do it on the pillows. Do it on something yeah. that you can replace in a few years and it doesn't owe you anything. Try it out because nine times out of ten, they'll keep it. I've bargained with clients before and said, just if you don't love it, I'll replace it. And I've never to date had to replace anything. But I I know I knew in my heart of hearts that they would love it. It was just they weren't brave enough. And so I said, okay, if you don't love it, I'll, I'll own it. I'll take it and I'll change it back to what you wanted. And I've never had to do it. No, that's great. I mean, that's amazing. Like pushing people a little bit beyond their comfort zone is is good design yeah. it just is good design because you know anybody can sit there and say yeah okay we'll make it all beige and we'll throw some gray and and you know what like yeah it's like everybody else it doesn't have a statement and i mean i know you love color like some of the rugs that we've designed for you are over the moon okay like the purples the golds you know like you just embrace color which is great but a lot of people don't do that like they're just not comfortable in that zone well, it's client driven. You know, too. to a young designer trying to coach a client into using color, what advice would you give them? It's so client dependent that I don't want to push someone where they don't want to go. But if I believe it to be true, I'll push my client. That's what that's my role. That's my that's my job is to make it look good. And so if you do you when you're a new designer, it is hard. So I'm not trying to I'm trying to balance the you still want to build a portfolio. You still want them to come back. But at the same token, your job is to make that room stand out so that when people come in, they're wowed. And I know you can do that with, with neutrals, and I know you can do that. But I would, I would urge anyone to try and throw color in some capacity. Maybe it's an art. 
Maybe it's in the rug. It doesn't need to be the principal pieces. If you're really worried, if these people haven't bought, if your client hasn't bought furniture in 30 years, the likelihood of them buying again <laughs> in 10 is not there. Then do it in the pillows, do it in the rugs, do it in the art, do it in the things that, you know, that, that draw attention. Your principal pieces, if that's where you're worried, then then stay to those neutrals. But I would really urge anyone to use color. I, I think you can't go wrong. And, and And color is subjective. It doesn't need to be the rich colors that we're talking about. Right. It could be caramels. It can be charcoals or leaning into a blue steel. Like you can definitely still use a muted tone with using colors. So it doesn't need to be the vibrancy that maybe you and I are discussing from High Point or the heavy green use, but it can be different tints and hues of color that get you into something that they can work from and, and blend that into the next room and into the next room. And, it, and if you do it right, and if you do it in a way that they, you know, that they love, they're going to call you for all those other rooms. And, and that's exactly. what we want. You want them to keep calling you back. You want to do the next room. You want to, and, and it, I would stake I do have some clients that have asked me for some crazy color choices and I've not given it <laughs> into the capacity of, a whole room i will do it in small dosages or maybe that color will come in as a as a custom frame or a cu something on a on a on a table it you know a bowl something where i can get the color in but i'm not going to make a whole room in orange or i'm not going to make a whole like there's some things you have to kind of use your judgment on but you can get that color in somewhere for them right you can use accents i mean like lampshades pillows oh yeah there's all kinds of know. places yeah but infuse it where you can, because it's going to set your room apart from the neighbor. It's going to set your room apart from their family, that's house they're going to for the holidays. And that will be a compliment to them goes a long way because it'll come back and you'll get all the work from that, from that client. I saw in your posts when you were up at High Point, a lot of flat weave rugs like laying around. So is that something up and coming is it something that's been there for a while i think a lot of the shows oh sorry oh sorry we started developing like five years ago and the pets have finally come into play you know that look like sizal so with a little bit of splash of color but a lot of the neutral tones so yeah sorry i just wanted your input. yeah i noticed that too but what i also noticed it was a lot of a lot of use in the showrooms that were not carpet showrooms they were um furniture showrooms and i think the reason for it was because it's on concrete so i think it wasn't they didn't want the high low lip thing tripping so i did notice that as well but when i was in the actual rug showrooms um that was not that was not the paramount thing the paramount thing was heavy traditional uh, looking like almost persian or um you know it had that some of it was very muted but it definitely was a pile it definitely had okay. pile to it, but I noticed a lot of the showrooms had flat, and I think that was for tripability issues, like to keep it. And, and they and a lot of them were taped down because, of course, over the course that you could start to see that people had started to pull them up. So I do think it was. You probably saw a lot of my photos of showrooms, and it was that. But any of the hanging at any of the uh, actual rug showrooms, it was everything. Heavy texture and a lot of also, um, um, not sizal. What's the uh, not PET. Sorry, now like braided. Yeah, there was a lot of braided, a lot of braided, a lot of natural fiber look and feel. Yeah. Um, obviously, different price points, different showrooms, so that comes into play. Um, but there, there was quite a bit of of that. Now, it is the United States. 
they have way more coastal towns and cities than than we have right so you do find a lot of that vibe happening throughout so take that with a with a grain of salt um but anything that would have been more you know your style or your vibes of more of a custom look those would definitely lean towards a, a cut pile and loop blend like you were getting a lot of play on texture and a lot of play on height yeah we just we just installed one it's a gray background with splashes of color and it's a high low but it's a traditional tibetan weave so it's a pile carpet but it's stunning and i mean people look at it and go well isn't it too delicate well no it's a cut pile it's going to wear well with pets and right. everything else but yeah the berbers i'm excited about i mean we did we created a whole line for someone <laughs> we won't mention who um, but they do really well. I mean, they're like sweaters, right? They're like finely knit sweaters. And when the color hues are blending or the shades are blending, it just makes for a great accent piece, which is really chunky and cozy. So yeah, I, I can definitely see the Berbers. With the Persian rugs that you saw, so were they more traditional colors or were they were? Okay, great. It's, it's a big nod to traditionalism, hands down. Like, uh, again, like I know that's not for everybody, but I love it. So I really enjoyed that, but I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, but there was, it was heavy. Like I was I noticed it. No, I mean, I've always loved Persian rugs. Like that was my passion getting me into designing rugs. Cause I remember when I worked for one of my competitors, like that was my dream. I love like, you know, I developed the Oriental division for them. So I saw so many Persian rugs and. I just love the fact that they tell a story and, you know, you're building good memories on these rugs. So you're telling your story on them. And it's something I, I'd love to see come back into the marketplace, like some really, really fine, higher end Persian rugs. And I also noticed that they did them with a more muted, uh, like they did have the more traditional, but then they had the same traditional pattern, if you will, but more muted out, more coastally inspired color palettes as well. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And they're definitely more of a natural fiber vibe too at a lot of the showrooms, like where it's actually, but again, there's a lot of coastal showrooms there because they do have like California and then the Connecticut hole, the Hampton, like you get a lot of that vibe. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's something I, I think I'm going to take a run out to the show next year. Well, it's April and <laughs> April, October sure. every year. Right, every every year you can you can go and yeah, like it's I, only thing I've heard, I've never done April. I've heard April has a lot of indoor outdoor. I think as far as for us, uh, for me, more furniture. So for you, I don't know what that would look like, but I'm sure there's somebody that could be able to give you that insight if they've gone to April April show April market. I agree. Anything you'd like to leave us with in closing? I don't know. Get get all your designed rugs over at three two one because they know how to do it right. Look at that rug behind you; it's love. beautiful. Like love that's it. so subtle. Thank Look you, Laura. how subtle Thank that you. is, even though there's color. I think it's beautiful. I, I love it. It's one of my new favorite pieces. It's gorgeous. I mean, you think it'd have a skull hanging behind me? <laughs> well, I do see a little Bowie over there and a little kiss. So you're you're yeah. made up for it. Yeah, Bowie's up there. <laughs> love Bowie. Love love. It's all about the diamond dog. Yeah. <laughs> love it <laughs> but, no, thank you for your time today i Anytime. really appreciate it always a pleasure and we'll do it again very very shortly sounds good 
amazing. Thanks, Laura. Anytime. Have a great you day. You too. Thank you.